When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, it's your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. One of his DJ EFN. Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players. You know what I mean? In the most professional, unprofessional podcast and your number one source for drunk facts. This Drink Champs motherfucking podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it could be, hopefully, and what it should be. This is your boy N O R E. What up, it's DJ E F N. And this is Drink Chess Motherfucking Yappy Hour. Make some noise! 
Now, when it comes to legends, <laughs> when it comes to the word New Jersey, I think when you Google New Jersey, his face picture just comes up. <laughs> when it comes to the most legendary uh, uh, MTV cribs of all times, still to this day, people talk about it. When it comes to a person that you say a legend, when we start this show, we say we want to big up legends that got 10 years or more. And, we wanted, and this, his name automatically <laughs> popped up first. Yeah. Like, you know, within the top five. We waited three years to get this man here. We are so happy. We did it. We did it. We are so happy. We are so happy. Because in our culture, there's so many people that don't big up our culture. And I'm so proud. I'm so honored to tell you one of my friends, one of the best MCs on the planet Earth. That's big. Hands down. You know what I'm saying? One of the realest people. One of my favorite people. Not only my favorite and one of my favorite MCs, but one of my favorite people. Period in life. If you don't know who the fuck I'm talking about, we talking about the one and only Reggie Motherfucking. Oh! That's the intro for your ass right there. That's right? a motherfucking <laughs> intro right there. I need that for my album. Yeah, I, pra- I practice this. Boy. We, we clearing it. We clearing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make some noise. So I don't know if you know, but when we um, interview artists. We like to go, uh, get together and we like to go through like the artist playlist and you know go through their whole good. Your shit pause is long as fucking hell. Like you you've been going like since the nineties. Is it nineteen ninety two? Ninety two. Serious catalog. Yes. Ooh. And how so? How let's take us take us to uh, people who uh who who didn't have internet. Take us how how that was in the ninety two. Like what's the album? Mm-hmm. Uh, just promotion, just mm. how we work, right. just the whole circuit. Yeah, everything. Let's well, go back. Well, the well, the well, the early '90s era circuit mm. was communication, mm. straight up. We mm. had to. We only had maybe two outlets of music mm. to release our shit through, and we made our impact through in stores. Mm. And, and when you say two outlets, you talking about like magazine and radio. Yeah, like magazine, radio, right. okay. and and a couple of outlets as far as vi- uh, video. Can't forget mixtapes. Yeah, mixtapes. Right. That came along did. later, yeah, though, correct? Exactly. Nah, okay. nah, that was mixtapes in, yeah, in the early in 90s. Little, yeah. not, in, in the early 90s, not too heavy. Right, it started right. bubbling in the, late, in the late 90s a little bit. Yeah, but in that early era, it was all about the in-stores, baby. And if mm. you don't know what an in-store is, that mm. means we actually... They call them pop-up pop. shops now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's what the fuck it is? That's what the fuck well, it is. turned into that. I, yeah, yeah, listen. Yeah, pop-up shop. That's what the pop-up shop was for clothes and bullshit. It's for anything now. You can sell cheeseburgers at a pop-up shop. Yeah, so it's the same thing as a fucking... That's true. It's in-store. I said, yeah, they're trying to... To yeah, but I thought a pop-up shop is when it's unannounced and you just pop up and put the shop it's in. It's different, but it's the same. Yeah, but okay. pretty much, we, you know why we had to announce it um, back then is because we couldn't get information to people as fast. That's right. So now right. I can say, you know, Red Man is here after Black World Ordinary. Now we got a pop-up shop at such right. and such and people would just come. Right. So, But it's the same thing as the in God damn it. I just teach you popping and I still jump. But it's right behind your head. It's the same thing. Now we got a bet, too. They said, because they say Red might not drink. So we said, but if Red drink because we celebrate I don't know if you know we're gonna if we see red, will Red take the champagne or will Red take some rock if Red has one drink Ooh. we have a bet going Ooh. no pressure you want me to no, no pressure, pressure. Right? No you pressure. made me fart when you said <laughs> <laughs> I got nervous no wait for the tiger bone yeah, that's in the yeah, 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 
yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Okay. Um, I can't decide that right now. Okay. Okay. When y'all ready right, to yeah, do yeah. that? This is this is this is, this is my glass. I don't know why you pour that in there. Mm. But yeah, this point, leave it there. If he decides he wants to have some, yeah, leave them both there. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll decide which one I go for. And shit. Like, oh shit, you lost, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, quickly though, the in stores when we had to actually go to the record store mm-hmm. and actually shake people's hands and yes. sell our material right, right over the desk and let people know that we out and that was what we mostly did in the 90s but that shit was fun as hell because we actually got to go to different cities see see actually the hood come to this record store and and actually see what was going down in that city before we went on stage that's how me and Nori met because you did an in-store at my store pop-up shop nigga (laughs) pop-up shop (laughs) the pop-up in-store so so I'm not gonna lie the other day I looked at Instagram (laughs) <laughs> and a tear came to my eye. That's right. You better have to post that too. I was like, "Yo, we post that." I'm coming to my head. You came to my head. A tear came to my eye because I see a lot of people. I got so many legendary stories from Branson, but one of my best, favorite legendary stories is I pulled up to Branson one day. But those who don't know, Branson's a weed spot, the most famous weed spot in New York City right now. And now let me just describe coming to you. You could be known down the block, but if they don't know you, they're not serving you. Exactly. Like, so, everybody used to want to come from my hood because I had the rapper pass. Them niggas knew I ain't police, so they're not. So one day, let me move on to the story. One day, I just walk in the spot, (laughs) and Red Man is behind the thing. Like, work in the spot. Like, work in the spot. You was in the church. Yes. 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 I walk in and I grab a couple of shit and I say something like, yo, how much is this? He like, yo, that's 25 cents. Like, more than 95. And I'm looking like, this is Red Man behind him. But I don't want to say that. And I did the whole transaction. And he's like, I love Red Man. He's like, you know, what's up, man? I had never seen that. By the way, listen, because I really want the people to understand. This was an exclusive weed spot. So, let alone, you couldn't even go in there. That's right. So, in order to get behind it, you had to really be in, 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 mm-hmm. in with Eddie. God bless. Rest in peace, Eddie. Uh, um, big up to Branson. But that was exclusive. And, and you know why I liked it? You know why I loved your post? Because let me tell you how accurate you were. If you would have said Capone and Noriega, that you would have been wrong, because Capone used to never go to Brazil. Mm, yeah, no, you knew, no, yeah. you knew the difference. Yeah. Let's just make some noise for his weak yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never seen Capone. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yo, but um, I, I want people to, uh, for, for people to, because we don't even have now we have dispensaries, right? Yeah, dispensaries, great thing. But can you describe to the people back in the nineties? Because you used to, you you able to drink champagne there. The police wouldn't fuck with you in front of Branson. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a legendary. But describe. Wait, is this the same dude depicted by half baked? Yes, like, I, I believe so. Depicted, I believe like, so. Yes. I believe yes. so. Uh, Samson, right? But, right you know, right, right. Okay. I want to talk to yeah, Samson. Yeah. I want to talk to Branson. <laughs> <laughs> you don't motherfucker. Get him a blood. Boris, get him a blood. You need a blood. Uh, shit, hey, cuz, get me a backboard out of the truck. I'll give you a rolling one up. Um, yeah. What, the Branson spot? Yes. Like you said, it was an exclusive spot to mm. be at. And, um, mm. like, definitely, I'm, yo, me and Biggie definitely kicked it yes. out there plenty of times. Wow. Like, Biggie used to be out there all the times. And I used to know when he was out there, cuz if I pulled up and it was like champagne bottles lined up, oh, yeah. yeah, he was up there. Oh, oh, the red, the red, what was it, the red Land Cruiser? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, uh, it was a legendary spot that, that I, 
I used to wonder how in the fuck he had a spot running that. I'm talking about a dispensary in the early 90s. <laughs> right, right, like, right, like right. free. Right. Like, everyone knew you go there to get your bud and shit. You and ain't getting robbed and the police ain't fucking with you. None yeah. of that none shit. None of that's happening. But for us, it was like a communication spot yeah. for us to get bud. Yeah, it's for true. us to talk about on the record as well and shit. Because, you know, right. the Cali niggas had that mm-hmm. fire out there. Right, like, right, we, right. we wasn't hardly getting that fire like them Cali niggas. So that Branson was the closest thing we had to like a fresh Cali bud that we could but connect. I, but the triangle bag. Yeah, we, I was going. Yeah, 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 exclusive. This turned into smoke yeah, tents, by yeah, the way. Yeah. If you had the triangle bag, you was an official uh, nigga. Listen, about, let's go right back to the triangle bag. But is correct me if I'm wrong. Was that the last good like brown weed? Was it, was, was it Tostic that was in that shit? It was, it, it, it went to Tostic, then it, it then it went to uh then it went to uh, Green Bud too. He's no, no, I know, I know, but I'm saying, but the shit that had us all stuck was that brown. Shit. Yeah, that brown. That brown shit had you coming from Jersey. I'm that, coming from Queens. Yeah, like none of us live close to the spot, by the way. Like this, it's, it's, nah. it's, it's, it's at least forty five minutes. Yeah, where was it in New York? This was in Harlem. Okay. but he lived in Jersey. I live in Queens. Mm-hmm. Just think about that. So that's like a forty five to fifty minute commute just for weed. And I was staying in Long Island too, so I used to oh, commute shit. from Long Island for the brown. Then. For yeah. the brown weed, this is the last brown. Now, Redman. Now, for first of all, the brown weed, y'all. If right. you, I mean, you're not gonna see it in these days and times. Mm-hmm. Brown mm-hmm. fucking weed is what Jamaicans usually smoke, and they right. they got that. It's called a char. Right. But his brown weed had white seeds in it. It was sticky. So we used to take the green and the brown. We used to make what you call a beef and broccoli. Beef and broccoli. Ooh. Beef and broccoli. Yeah. 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 That's that's the the high. High. The like that. Yeah, but did, did that weed have cocaine in it? Let's just be clear. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, y'all was smoking I'm gonna be Y'all was smoking no, I'm going to be honest. That's my It was some certain no, that's some shit you was doing in there. Listen, no, listen. You were smoking dancing on that shit. No, there were certain days I was waking up. You were smoking in spankings, wasn't you? You know, no crazy. Hear me out. There were certain days I was waking up and I was like, um, you started twitching? I had no weed. And like people from my hood was like, yeah, you want weed? I'm like, nah, I'll wait until Eddie opened up shop. And I would wait. You can remember they opened at 11. Uh-huh. 11, I still remember. I still remember. So I would, and I was like, damn, the way I would never. Like, want anything else? I knew there was some type. It might be the heroin. I'm not sure, but it was, I, I was so addicted to that weed. Okay. Wait, wait before you don't leave yes. Branson, this reminded okay. me. Yes. We had Faith on the show. Oh, yes. And Faith. she said y'all dated. You were her first, like, official boyfriend. Well, did he say boyfriend or, or friend? I or thought the, she said boyfriend. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. Me, yeah, me and Faith dated early. She Matter said you was a drummer in the church? Yeah, yeah. She mm. sung in the church, too. You know what's funny? Um. Nah, I Faith was the first woman, I never said this too, Faith was the first woman my mother caught us in the bed with. Uh, Word is mine. Shane tells all that. Yo, she was the first woman my mother caught us with. She was, my mother came in that room, she was like, get your motherfucking asses up out my goddamn room. And, yo, but that was my love, though. Right. That no, was the only age. Did. That was way before anything. And y'all anything. both light-skinned, too. So yo, that was on, like... <laughs> that was like... <laughs> but then we went up in the game. And we... Well, she we said you took her to Branson. You're the first person to take oh, her there. Of course, yeah, of course. That's why course. it reminded me of that. Of course, yeah. of course. But uh, we uh, we we went up in the game, and we, we always remained friends up in this mm-hmm. game. Because it's like, Jersey, we got a code. We don't give a fuck. We, you, uh... 
where you came from, mm. you know, what, what route you going in, we always going to stick together. Mm. And we, because we always felt we had to fight to get in that New York circle. Mm. Y'all motherfuckers tried to block mm. us out from mm. so long. Mm. So when we come up in the game, Mm. We stick together, man. It don't right. matter from Rod Digger mm. to Tretch. You already know yeah, Tretch yeah, yeah. Mm. from mm. Do It All. Do. Underground. Yeah, absolutely. We all remain friends still to this day. Wow, wow. So, so Faith, so you know Faith is doing her thing. I saw right you with now, Kate Def the other day. That's too. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Wow. That's wow. right. So let me some more tell. Come on, man. <laughs> so the Muppet Man is that the Muppet Man tour. That's the first time you ever met Brett from uh, uh, Method Man. No. During the month of the man tour? Yo, me, yo, Mep said he met me at a crisscross party and shit. I was high. I didn't hear about a crisscross party. I didn't hear about a random Mep from the crisscross party. Yeah, right no, no, Mep said we I met didn't... at a crisscross party uh-huh. and shit. Uh-huh. But I was high. I don't, I don't remember that shit, though, my nigga. We, I think we did, though. Right. But when we got really connected was on the month of the man tour. Mm. When we was like, you know what? And this was Def Jam who put y'all together. Actually, Hell yeah. Right? Wow, I mean, it was dope. a smart idea, too, because we was like, we, we came out with the uh, album at around the same time and we had the same kind of Feel. So it was like, fuck it, why don't we put these two on the road right. and see what we create? And we was out there smashing shit. Right. Then they came up with a Red and Meth right. uh, song, How High, right. and it just built from there, man. You know? Right. Now, we're going to see if you're going to take a little bit of champagne. Because <laughs> I got I to ask you this question. So I listen to Red Man. Everybody hold on, hold on, wait a minute. So I'm supposed to take a don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I'm supposed to take a drink, right? Yeah, you're supposed to take a drink. Take a sip, at least. Right, hold on. on, let me pray about this. Oh, Cause I ain't taking a drink it's in a long time, it's man. Champagne, no, it's cool, it's okay. cool. It's champagne, champagne. Okay. Dude, I do this for my nigga. All right, that's right. Salute, salute, salute. Are you just missing how high? Now, when I hear how high, and I hear the how high too, and I hear it's Yachty, and I hear it's Young Boy DC Young Fly. No disrespect to them, but a little. It's like that's not the franchise when I hear Ha Ha. I mean, from the horse's mouth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ha Ha Ha. How did you feel? Cause I know you and Messi was working on a script uh, about it, but how disappointed or how, how you not disappointed? About okay. Because I'm a I'm a kind of dude that. Uh, you know, I'm about the youth. I'm about right. the youngins uh, coming up, and you know, I want young Yachty in DC to feed their family. Right. Like me and Matt fed our family right. off, our, off the How High entity. It was a good thing that we can we was able to say we started that shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, because of business rights and and uh, because of you know political and that we're, we're not a your part characters of it. or this well well no they're going to create their own characters okay, now right. um okay. they they asked us to be in a movie like cameo and shit not even cameo to be oh, in a part movie of the, as, oh, okay. as well oh, wow. but we as grown men we want to move on and own our own shit next time right, right. because we don't own how high we right. came up with the ideas for how high, right. but they own the characters and everything. Right. So we're gonna move on, and we already got a movie that we being being written right now. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we can start shooting by the end of this year or tip of next year, and uh, and we're gonna own that bitch, and right. that's what it's about. God damn it! God damn it! So yo, yo, big up to uh, yo, yo, big up to uh, DC Young Fly right. and Yachty, man. Like right. yo, I got on the gram and shouted them niggas out, man. Like right. you know, y'all niggas stick together, man. Y'all just make that shit funny, man, and, and carry Absolutely. the ball. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, right? You, would, if it was your choice, would you uh, wish they change the name? You know what I'm saying? Because like it's like uh, it's like someone else naming the album Muddy Waters, like. It's because Def Jam had owned that name. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Well, there's always which, movie which, remakes, uh, so it's yeah, like a movie remake. Yeah, but this sense. is. I, I mean, I mean, I would take it personal, not personal no, like, not as either. far as hating. Like I'm talking about all or being mad. I would take it personal just as far as something I don't understand. Like I, I don't know. Thank you for <laughs> <laughs> No, not even like um, like I said when you uh, when you already know you made the How High uh, franchise a classic right. already. Right. It's like we either take it. First of all, we the mentality of going into doing the How High Part Two. We already said if the shit ain't gonna be funny, we not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. You know, we ain't gonna tamper with the first How High and trying to make a How High too funny and and it end up crap. Right. So. The script wasn't even ready for us to say, you know what, we ready to shoot anyway. So my thing is, when a when a bunch when a, another branch or brand come in without us knowing, and then start tapping into the script without us knowing, that's when we draw the line. Like you know what, y'all go ahead and run with that anyway, mm. because y'all might put some things in there that we don't agree on, right. and we're not on. We're not on part of the full process of building how high right. script. So y'all go ahead and run with that. We we good. Mm. Like we we not mad at all. We congratulate. You know our yeah. era congratulates, right? Yeah, man. We don't we don't they, hate. They, they we think we're all old haters. No, we're not, no, no, old no. Haters. Yeah. not at all. We, we just want y'all to though. bounce the ball the correct way. Because yeah. when the '80s niggas gave it to us, right. nigga, we good point. We motherfucking. We elevated that bitch. You Good know what point. I'm talking about? Like, 90s, one of the most pivotal eras there is still to this day to me. You know, in my motherfucking Yeah, that's, that's another good segue. Uh, yes, sir. Who gave... Did Bismarck give you his name, though? But you you was oh, heavily... Biz? No. But you was heavily with Bismarck. Yeah, absolutely. Biz was from Jersey, bro. Biz was from Jersey. Yeah, Biz, give us that Bismarck yeah. story. He was living in Jersey. He was living in Jersey okay, a long time. Okay. He, he almost living. ruined my childhood. I thought he was from Long Island. Oh no, no, no. He was lit when he he came from Long Island at an early age. He was okay. in Jersey a lot. But how y'all connect and what were y'all doing? Like uh like everybody heard Biz. And this is pre hits one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is way before yeah, yeah. yo. Everybody heard yeah. Biz lived in Newark and shit. Yeah. And Biz used to have a big ass like like two, three floor like condo in Newark downtown. Uh, excuse me. See, damn. You gotta drink some more. No, man. Fuck that. So, so, uh, so, so uh, yo, we, I used to go to his crib and shit. Like, you know, Biz was good, man. Put me on, put me on. Because I went to Biz first. He'll tell you. Like, Biz, put me on, put me on. And, you know, I just kept pushing and kept pushing. And, you know, we just remained friends and shit. But on my way up, he used to take me to battle. That's how I got really known in New York for doing that Queens uh, freestyle oh. at Monticello Park or something like that. That's where a I Queens got known. Day? A Queens day? I don't know. It was a. It was. Mm-hmm. I was. I was supposed to go to Queens to battle a nigga at Monticello Park, wow. and somebody recorded it, and that shit went on the airwaves quickly, like Barbito show, stretching Barbito. So that's how I got my name in New York a little bit. But mm. Biz used to take me around battle for money, and I used that air motherfuckers. <laughs> Out. Like I used to air niggas out so bad. Yeah, we they they tried to they protested against me at the end of a club. It's wow. like, man, get this nigga the fuck out. It was bad. But I used to wreck niggas in Long Island. I used to wreck niggas in New York a lot. Word <laughs> up, yo, Axe Biz, yo, Axe Biz, straight up. What's going on, Drink Champs Army? It's your boy DJ EFN. I want to interrupt the show for a second to announce that my documentary film, Coming Home Columbia is an official selection at the 2019 Miami Film Festival. This is the fifth film in my Coming Home series where we explore countries through the scope of hip-hop. 
the film will have its public premiere at the festival March 6th in Miami, Florida. We're so excited about being included in the festival that we're giving away a few tickets. If you'd like a chance to win free tickets to attend the Miami Film Festival premiere of Coming Home Columbia, here's what to do. Go to Instagram and follow at Who's Crazy and Official Crazy Hood. Look for any image promoting the screening and comment hashtag Coming Home Columbia. Again, go to IG, follow at Who's Crazy and at Official Crazy Hood. Then look for any image promoting the screening for Coming Home Columbia and comment hashtag Coming Home Columbia. We'll randomly pick a few people and award them plus a guest tickets to the screening. Again, the screening is Wednesday, March 6th at Tower Theater in Miami, Florida. We will have complimentary cocktail hour sponsored by our very own Colombian White at 8.30 and the film will start at 9 p.m. If you want to bypass the giveaway process and just buy tickets, you can buy tickets at ComingHomeDoc.com. That's ComingHomeDoc.com. For more info, just go to CrazyHood.com. Now let's get back to the show. So, um, uh, one of my favorite videos of all time is that you, you I'll be there. I got, I got notes, <laughs> nigga. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to be good. Hold on. Making a lot of noise and it's close to the microphone. Wait, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a cool moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I was getting the bird out of there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't rolled it yourself. Did no, you? no, 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 okay. was, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of my favorite videos of all time is um, I'll be there. It's one of the greatest. It's hilarious. I shot that in Queens. In Queens, right? All yes, right sir. So hold on. Please, let's, please. let's take take me through that because whose idea was that video? Period. That was my idea. I need you to shoot a video for me. But let's continue to do that. Yeah, that was my idea. Like, oh, is that where you hit the, the girl with the bike? No, the, no, girl, the, girl, the girl hit the, the car. The car. The girl hit the car. Hit the car. She, she ran into the back That's of the car. That's what I'm saying. It's that video, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, no, I just. I just wanted to be different and, I, and mostly all the videos I shot in the 90s was my idea just right. directors took the, the idea and built on it so who's who took the uh, credit for that Dave Myers who was that damn who the fuck was that shit I forgot man was it Diane Martell C- come on um, pass google that come on baby Look the Googler, we got the Googler. The Googler, the Googler. but I right, describe. So, so the video was inside of Silver Cup Studios, I imagine, because um, I imagine you did because Silver Cup Studios is around the corner from Queensbridge. That was the uh, same place where uh, Sopranos is filmed at. Um, that I ain't studio. know that. I ain't gonna yeah. I ain't Was the studio that you filmed it in? No, no, in I, I shot it right outside. Oh, no, I'm talking about because remember you, you did the, uh, the workout part. Oh, you know what? Are you, you, I, I'm not sure. I don't oh, want to okay. get up here line and shit. Come on. I'm trying to break it down. <laughs> yeah, probably, you probably right, though. No, you probably, no, you probably, no, probably, probably right. on the job. No, no, I'm sitting over here. I always guess that for years yeah. because, you know, what was funny was this was like right after, like, um, there was kind of like turmoil with you and Mob Deep or whatever. Yeah. And then it's crazy because at the time, I believe Cormega was kind of beefing with Mob Deep. And then you had Cormega in there. And you sent the uh, ill message to, to Queens. <laughs> you ain't, I don't know if you knew. I kind of knew it. 
I kind of knew, but 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 <laughs> what, but it wasn't delivered. Come on, bro, you already know. Um, also too, come on, I was living right in the projects right here in um, um Woodside. I was yeah, in Woodside yeah. projects, man. Wow, look, nigga, I was in Woodside projects to my fourth album, nigga. <laughs> yeah, man, right there, man. I used to walk down on what's that little shopper area? Y'all got that Northern uh, uh, Boulevard? Uh, Styleway, Styleway. Yeah, Styleway. Okay, yeah. yeah, nigga. So I used to I used to walk from Woodside down to that in the Queensbridge on the and, and it's a, a weed spot. It used to be a weed spot right there, right in the back of Queensbridge. One oh, door. I used to go oh, in and oh, see that nigga. Brown. Yeah, I used to go see that this nigga, man. A legend. Yo, man, yo. Yo, so I was already in Queens right there, 10 minutes from my beat. Why we, why it was so called we was beefing. So I was already there. So when we. When they decided to shoot the video, I didn't come up with that location. The video people came up with that location. They it was like, it. yeah, they was like, this is a great area, and it right. just happens to be Queensbridge. Right. And but what you right. were saying though, right. I was like, you know, motherfuckers was coming to me. It was like, yo, you know, my deep in them niggas, but right. you know, my, but my niggas who I was with, like twins and all them right. niggas, they was like, we don't give a fuck right. who around this. But he was with Cole as well. He's we shoot, very... we shooting the video. He was uh, very right at the time. They was like it was a little toy murder between the, the two sides. Didn't the, but the I didn't know that though. Murray too? Like, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Murray was before that. I didn't know that though. I didn't know that turmoil uh, between Carl yeah. Mega and yeah. You know, you always, think, you always have a, a real positive attitude. Like I, 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 I just want to congratulate you for that. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, you know what? I remember when I uh, first went on tour with you, one of my first times. I was cuffing the mic. And no one would tell me nothing. Like, I was just in the room and people couldn't really hear me. And you was the only nigga. You came out, you was like, yo, my dude, stop covering the mic. You're covering the whole shit. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus, Louise, Papa Jesus. Like, you know, like, you know I, I respect that. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I want to say some shit like that. You must have been on the booth. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was wild. Okay, has text me. Okay. Oh, Diane Martell. Damn, Diane Martell. Diane Martell. Yeah, she's a bad one. She yeah, is. She, 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 she was ill. So, hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit MortonBuildings.com to get started today. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. 
Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, damn. So you came up with this concept. You filmed it. It happens out. And, uh, um, and now, did, so you say you, you didn't know that, you know, the, the things that's happening, right? No, I didn't. Okay. No. All right. But what did you feel like when you heard about the, when Keith Murray and, and the Mob Deep thing happened at the tunnel? Um, well, keep Murray well, in prodigy. Well, I already, uh, first of all, I didn't even know, I forgot how the beef even started. Was it over the skit? The um, astronomical, diabolical? It wasn't, but it over his shit? Uh, I believe Prodigy did a skit, I believe it is, um, and was like, like making fun of the, like the lyrics, like the yeah, words. they like like and I, and I, um, well everyone thought it was going. Sure, at, we gotta ask Keith Murray about this in the hilltop. Yeah, yeah. Well, everyone thought that at the time that it was going at you and Keith Murray. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. You, you, oh yeah. You know what? Yeah, he when he said something about you talking that space, space, space yeah, shit, space, shit, yeah, space yeah. out shit, yeah, yeah. yeah I, motherfuckers thought he was talking about me. Right. I, 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 I don't know. If that was the same thing that kind of sparked Keith Murray, I think it was something. No, I think that, it is. I think it is. I'm, I'm you know, yeah, I me, that was something, outside I thought that was something the different, like with yeah. him and Keith Murray. But at the end of the day, when I heard that he, uh, uh-huh. what happened at the tunnel, uh-huh. um, I wasn't surprised because Keith Murray was a uh, was a loose cannon mm. at that time, and, and everybody was getting it. Like right. everybody was getting it. Like whoever like said something or mentioned anything about the squad. Like Keith Murray was out there running shit down. Didn't Keith have a fight with Dame Dash at Apollo? Yeah, I ain't, I ain't see it. I just heard about it about Dame getting cracked over the head or some uh, shit like that. I don't know. God bless. God bless. God bless. We God all bless. here. All positivity. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But that's one thing about the nineties, though, my nigga. Yeah, nineties, like, you had to get hit we, up we, over the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's just it's just automatic. You got to sign your contract. Yeah, or something. That's right. Because we had that communication to to to, to uh, slow it down. There's no DMs. Yeah, there uh, wasn't no DMs. Uh, there's no Twitter. No, no trolling. No, no, not at all. Mm. By the time it got to the grapevine saying you sorry, mm. we already have right. seen you at your right. show and shit. Right, right, right. Yeah. Now that was real. That was real because, um, see, see right now, 
You can beef and you can troll and you can do all that. You might not never see this person that you're talking about. Back then, you had to talk shit right. and then be on Summer Fest and then meet each other at Gavin Convention and Impacts and all this crazy That's shit right. and, yeah, and, and mixed community That's right. and, and mixed show power summit. And the thing about it is, especially if you had an album out, your record label was forcing you to be in there in the with the same exact people you was That's beefing right. with. So it, it forced us to be men. Not to say these people nowadays are not men. But I'm just saying it forces to be more manly. You know, mm-hmm. you, you confront the shit you're talking. Exactly. Yes, you're yes. gonna have to live up it. to what you're talking. Exactly. About. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Live up to. What and usually, doing. if something was said like in the '90s that was out of pocket, it it usually had to get dealt with. It wasn't no just yeah. slick shit and oh right. he need to correct himself. No, usually if a motherfucker says something about somebody in the '90s, that shit was on and popping. No beefing it out or whatever because you know we we took this music shit serious. You know? Yes. No, took that's it true. You took now, it very serious. Now, one of the things that you could probably help me out, this is pure me as a hip hop fan. Yeah, yeah. One of the first records I ever heard DMX, he comes out, he's, this is K Solo. <laughs> K Solo was out five, six years. I could not understand the relation. I still to this day don't understand. Why well, was DMX first record? Oh, 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 not get at me, dog. Not that I believe so. Yeah, he said something about Solo and one of them. Yeah, and uh, I, I just, I can't even, because there was two different generational gaps. Am I lying? Like, maybe they're the same age. No, yeah, yeah, yeah but... Yeah, they definitely but, come from the same era. But what I'm saying is, like... They, I, they was locked up or something oh, in the same... Yeah, because remember, DMX had been around for a minute. He yeah, had deals yeah, before but, that. But, I, but he, he wasn't on. Right, but he was in was the circuit, on. but he was in the circuit. Right, so I never understood what, what happened. You know what's funny? That me and my brother argue about that all the time, me and Solo. Right. And still to this day, right. still to this day, he's still like, you know, that goddamn, you know, DMX, man, DMX. And I don't know if DMX <laughs> is still saying, you know, that goddamn K-Solo, K-Solo, <laughs> but... You know, both of them, you know, they, it's family. I call DMX my cousin. Right. But the beef, what you saying is is right. Like, right. it was it was a little com- a bridge, a, a little gap in yeah. between Solo and when <laughs> DMX came out. Right. But they was talking about a beef that happened way, way <laughs> back. Right, right, right. And it's still going, like, bubbling to this fresh, day. It's fresh for them. They see each other and right and now. Yo, exactly. And I'm telling my big bro, because, you know, big bro is big, a little older than me and shit. I'm like, yo, big bro. Don't nobody want to see you and DMX out here sh- shaking the tail feather on some old ass beef, my nigga. You know, you want to go straight up to make this, to make that, to make that situation acceptable. Y'all should do a motherfucking record. Mm. Have a spell off. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yes. It was about the spelling record. Like I was the first one spelling. Yeah. 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 They should have a spell off. Because <laughs> half of these niggas in this room are room spellbound. Like no, 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 I'm lying. It's the older niggas in here. I'm, I'm bugging out. I just I was loose. Okay. I was loose. Uh like that nigga said these niggas lying though. Right there. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah, yeah. that nigga over there. Yeah. 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 I totally forgot the Crowd, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, 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 working with LL, uh, how was that for you? Oh, uh, what the four, three, two, one? Yes, because uh, wasn't that the cannabis yeah, thing the, as well? That's the cannabis. Yeah. And you was just caught in there. How did you feel when the drama unfolded? Well, shit, we were surprised because we was like, when we heard cannabis verse. We ain't take it like 
he was talking about LL. We With was the like, mic yeah, yeah, because uh, I mean, it sounded a little aggressive. No. Like, all right, I take that money, but. The way uh, cannabis was going at it because can- cannabis was like hanging around us a lot at that time. Okay, right, but let's describe the scene. Are everybody in the studio? No, together? no, no. Yeah, no, are you no, hearing no, the no, finished no, no, record? No, no. Is what you're talking about? No, no, no. Because no, remember, no. L had a verse and then he changed it. Exactly. We 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 did our verses separate, right. and me and Mef did our verses together, and everyone came in with their verse. But when we found and he did the track. So I got to hear the verses. So mm. when I when I when I you heard say Eric it, Sermon did the track. Yeah, Eric Sermon did four three two one. Yeah, Eric Sermon right. produced four three two one. Absolutely. All right. Big up to E Dub and this bitch. That's what I'm saying. Yo, E Dub, what's up, nigga? Yo, but um, bottom line is that when I heard the verse, no one uh, took it as he was trying to diss LL until LL just heard it. He was like, "No, nah, no, nah, that don't sound right." I'm not mm. feeling good about this on my record. Mm. And because I think I heard the verse that LL did before that. Yeah. I'm not sure, don't quote me and shit. Mm. But I think I heard the verse and I was like, all right, Cannabis laid this verse and LL went and changed his verse and that shit was long as hell. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and he was and he was trying to tear cannabis a new one. Uh. And and the bottom line is what I was saying is that when we heard Cannabis' verse, we didn't take it as he was trying to diss. And I don't think Cannabis wrote it as a diss record either. I just think as a youngin, he was just coming up and he knew he was the new Jack out of all of us. So he was like, fuck it, let me just get a little aggressive. Yeah, yeah. We had Al on here. Yeah. Al said the, the problem was that when he said, yo, he actually told yeah. him that in person. He was like, yo, yo, I'm going to get a mic just like that. And Al was like, yo, listen, homie, you don't have to get a mic like me. Get a mic, just get something else. And he, he, he made it clear right there. And then when he put it in the rhyme, he was like, oh, no. Let me take that mic off your own. Yeah, Al was like, oh, no. I told you. So he took it personal like it was a conversation. Yeah, and he was yeah. See, I ain't hear that. Yeah. See, yeah, now yeah, that changed yeah, the perspective yeah, of what I was thinking. Yeah, Because yeah. if a nigga had something off my arm and they mentioned it in the record later, I'm like, that nigga was trying to get fly. Yeah, he was trying to get fly. He was trying to get fly. All right, that's good shit. I learned something today. Okay, but but uh, bottom line is LL wasn't having that shit. And uh, great shit. That oh. shit came, he came in and destroyed niggas. Who y'all think won between that battle? From Queens. Who y'all think won between nah, the, the the cannabis records? Queens, man. Right you talking about records like the Queens. records that came this afterwards? Between the battle period, because can, didn't cannabis come back up with one? The cannabis record was ill. The the now, cannabis first round cannabis knockout. Right? Yeah, yeah, when he had the first round knockout, the first round knockout. I fucks with him. He's my friend. And then Jack the Rapper was the the LL joint afterwards. That's love, but um. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Second round knockout is classic, but in the end, ultimately, who's here? Yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, I respect that. So we rather be calling a couple of people to ask you some questions. We want to see if you know who this person is. Oh shit! Redman as a DJ, he was a DJ first. What was his favorite songs to mix? And record to tape. Genre. <laughs> well, it's a new, it's a newer thing, though. Your favorite Eric genre. Sherman. I know that's Eric Sermon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what did he say? What's your favorite genre <laughs> as a DJ? Than you. To what? mix. What's your favorite genre? Oh, what's my favorite jo- genre? Genre to mix. To mix yeah. As a DJ? Yeah. Oh shit. 
Well, of course, hip hop, but he club says music. a newer thing. That's what he said. Club, like dance music. I mix some club, nigga. What, what do we say when we say club? Yeah, like club, house like music. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jersey, we don't give a fuck, nigga. We want. Hey, listen, Jersey niggas, we ain't never been no suckers in no club, nigga. Wait, you know the niggas be talking, we don't dance, man. We don't fuck up, nah, nigga. Jersey niggas, we dance with the hammer on us, niggas. We, we ain't the kind of niggas that be. We come in that bitch like this, cause we got that, you know, we got that club and rootedism, rooted in this, nigga. So yeah, we was always club niggas, always. Cause that's what E must have been talking about. Yeah, yeah, said. yeah. He said, yeah, yeah. I mean, housing. It's dances. a newer thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a newer thing. Okay, hold on. Oh, he said it's a newer thing? Fuck it, here's a third question. Huh. Ask him if he remember who co-signed him after he got turned down by Death Jam, not once but twice. But who made um, Leo's head turn around after he got told by this other rapper that Redman was dope? Oh, shit. I'm assuming it, would, it wouldn't be him? I don't know. It sounds like a trick question to me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be honest. I would say and that too. Who came up with them questions? You? No, no I, just, I reached out. I said, that's some shit that only you would know. I need that. I mean, you, you red man got there. Oh, we we got to go above oh, and beyond. Damn, man. Who the fuck he said? He said, who? who? What? Would you like to get the questions again? Go sign you to Def Jam. After Def Jam turned you down, is what he's saying. I ain't even know Def Jam turned me down twice. That hurt my heart. <laughs> <laughs> You was dope and had Leo turned his head. <coughs> That's what he said. Wow. He said, artist told Leo is that the Leo turned his head. Wanna hear it again? Or Yeah, so I can kind of, <coughs> so I can feel maybe who it is. Ask him do you remember who co-signed him after he got turned down by Death Jam? Not once, but twice. He said that real cocky, um, too. <laughs> <laughs> not once, but twice. Not once, but twice. About this <laughs> other rapper that Redman was dope. Uh, so he's not talking about himself? We counted him out? That's the only thing. I didn't ask him for the answer. I'm thinking it's him. I swore you enough. Listen, this is all new news to me. I didn't know I had to get a co-signer. I've been telling niggas for years. Yeah, I just, you know, got signed. You just got it. Not once, but twice. Not once, but twice. That cocky motherfucker. <laughs> and you know he said that real confident too. And it didn't roll off or anything. Not once but twice. And it was like not once, but twice. <laughs> Yo, if it ain't Q-tip, I don't know who. Oh else. shit! If it ain't Q-tip, I don't know who else. That's who it is. That's what you know. I'm just gonna say yes. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Come on. Is that is that who it is? I, it might it might have been Q-tip. It might have been. Ask him when he got a little bit of money. What was the first car he bought? I know it's corny though, but it's not corny to us. You got a what was money. the first car I bought? Yes. 
when I got a little money, what was the first car? First car I bought. Because <laughs> when I was living with E, I jacked the nigga for a car. <laughs> was so using his car that. for a half a year. <laughs> you took that New Jersey shit waste. <laughs> yeah, I, I needed a fucking car, plus the nigga that I ejected from did something to fucking AI we had to handle, but, but shit. It had to be a forerunner or land noise. cruiser. Let's make some noise for the forerunner and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Run land <laughs> do you want to show Tito's gift to us? Alright, so look, so just so you know, Red Man, we, this is the DJ. This the is, new, is horrible. We didn't know um, Eric B. and Rock Kim. Eric B. and Rock Kim. I'm the rapper, he's the DJ. We got a show, right? Uh-huh. So we never knew this shit was going to blow up. So we got voted for. I know you did. National, no, what is it? I know you did. National Film. Um, oh, we, we, NFTA National Film Television Academy. We're up against Jimmy Kimmel. So we're up against Jimmy Kimmel, Ellen DeGeneres. Saturday, um, Saturday Night yeah, Live. We're not supposed to win. So niggas didn't even want to go to the wars. Niggas like we ain't winning this shit, and we actually won. When in true drink champs fashion, we sent one of our friends to pick up the award. Because in LA, and we in LA, because we was here, and we didn't think we was going to win. We didn't think we were going to win, so we didn't go. So we sent our friend, and look, this is what our friends sent us back. <laughs> so he sent the, the award to us. <laughs> this is true drink champ shit right here, yeah, right, man. Well, yeah. No, it's not good shit. You ain't being pretty shit. Here's one part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the, the part that says National Film and TV Award. This wow. nigga broke our award, Red Man. Red Man, he Drink champs, right uh, there. Hey, that's that's yeah. good shit, brother. Just, just crop it right here. That's good shit. Yeah, but we actually are uh, first. Was this our first we, award? The award, like I think it's our first. We got another award, but this is our first. Uh, and where? The Republic? <laughs> <laughs> no, over here, y'all podcast is kicking ass. No, no, but listen, this, this was dope. It was dope with two drink chance passing. What is it? Tito, um, 5'7? What is it? No, what's his, what what's his, Instagram? No, what's his Instagram? Yeah. Nickname Tito. Nickname Tito. Nickname I forgot. Tito. I, keep, I keep thinking about his Twitter. Yeah. Nickname Tito, man. Thank you, God. Thank you for showing up and collecting our award. And also, fuck you for breaking it. What the fuck, Tito? Dropped it going into an Uber. Yeah, this was crazy. He had the plan of not getting too drunk, so he figured this going to Uber. So I was like, all right, Uber. You know, Uber is like, all right, cool. But you still fucked up, and you drop it going into the Uber. Oh, that's what he told you? <laughs> yeah. I definitely don't believe that. No, no, but there's pictures, of, and he went bar hopping. Oh, yeah. And there's pictures of the award in every bar. I'm going bar hopping. He went bar hopping Saturday. with the fucking award show <laughs> <and all. laughs> But then not, not like coming out of Red Man mouth. I'm like, oh, that was some fucked up shit. Yeah. You should have took that shit home. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I got a left field one. Hold on. We got one from left field. Hold on. Yo, what it is? 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 Yo, what it is?
bread. I got a question for your stinky ass. I know that's the job man. So this year, I started doing your fuck you red man chant at my shows. But I do fuck you job rule, obviously. But I started doing it because my message to the world is we ain't gonna have no more job rule hate. Oh, oh, that was me. Grab my bat. Sorry, I'm not that professional. But I'm trying to get my life together. That's right. Okay, hold on. Do we got to start from the beginning? Seems like it. Yo, what it is? What it is? Red, drink champs, Nori. EFN was good, baby. It's the rule. Listen, Red, I got a question for your stanky ass. <laughs> Yo, so this year I started doing your fuck you red man chant at my shows. But I do fuck you Ja Rule, obviously. But I started doing it because my message to the world is we ain't gonna have no more Ja Rule hate in 2019 going forward. So the fuck you Ja Rule chance for them to get it out their system. But I always admired when you used to do that shit and thought it was dope and, and the energy, you know, the, 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 the crowd gives the crowd and the, the feeds off. So I just wanted to ask you what what made you want the crowd to say fuck you red man? Oh, well, shit, man. That's an easy question. My, well, he got it from me. And you know what? That's that's a very good analogy I'm about to make. Because you know why? Where I got it from was my mentor, Ice Cube. Like, my I mentor. Heard that. I was about to say, I heard that from Ice Cube. Exactly. I was, about to, I was I just supposed to say Easy E. Listen. Because all the bitches out there and all talking to you, we want to fuck you Easy No, no, no. no, 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 no Ice Cube was saying, fuck you, Ice Cube. But see, I got it from a, I got it from a historical time, man. Like, when Ice Cube first came to New York doing that NWA beef and he did a show America's at the Most Apollo. Mon, and he did America's Most Wanted with, with Public Enemy? He, yeah, he did, he did a show at the Apollo his first right. time in New York. And when I tell you the Apollo was rampacked and that nigga went out there and he was like, say fuck you Ice Cube. I was like, huh. I almost caught a heart attack. <laughs> I was like, a nigga saying tell the crowd fuck him? Uh-huh. At that age, come on, this was like like when it, it was like 91. I was like 21 or shit, 22. No, 21. And he came on stage and said, fuck you. Say, everybody say, fuck you, white school. And I literally shit a chicken. Right. Right there. Because I couldn't believe how you would get a positive energy from such a negative reaction. Okay. It was like, fuck you, white school. And I just ran with that bitch from there. Okay. And... And then Ja Rule, he, you know, he got it from me thinking uh, that I made that shit up. Uh, but I got to let him know I got it from Ice Cube. But it just shows the line of respect wow. that the MCs that we Damn. have for each other, for our era and wow. for the era beyond us. That wow. was a good analogy, right? Yeah. 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 I'm even surprised at myself with that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, man. So do you ever look at do you ever look at your career and you um because a lot of people they always say that uh, if Eminem was uh, uh, black he would be red man I think that that is like a great thing to say I don't think that I don't no know. not at all it's it's good thing I it's like a good Eminem. thing yeah that's yeah, Eminem my nigga yeah Eminem is, is hard as fuck and he looks up to you oh, he, absolutely red man is taking MCs yeah absolutely um you know Eminem was in Newark. Uh, Way long time ago Before outside, he came right? yeah. Absolutely mm-hmm. Young So he was always connected He was always enthused By that Jersey uh, right. You know Kuchima uh, we have As far as MCing Or whatever And uh, we just remained friends After we did that record uh, That was for this uh, Clumps uh, Clumps soundtrack 
the fuck is that? The Eddie Murphy Professor? Yeah, the, yeah, the professor? yeah, Nutty Professor. Yeah, okay. Uh, we did a, a song on a, a soundtrack, I think part two. Uh-huh. And uh, even from there, like I was going to Detroit a lot. I, I would go to his house. This one, he was, you know, living in the crib or whatever. And uh, oh, yeah. early days. Yo, way early days. So yeah, was, yeah, yeah. So he just, was doing the, the the battle circuits and yeah, all that. Absolutely. And uh, you know, and we just remained friends. And uh, I always respected his craft. He respected my craft, and that was it. You know. But he had a shot. For the goodness of featuring me. If the Wi Fi go out uh, in this motherfucker, <laughs> no, what's the rhyme? No way, I got back. Why did you never shoot the video for the goodness featuring him? Ooh. Even though it was big in the streets and on radio, like it was a single. Okay. This is niggas coming at you right now. Who? This is Buster Rhymes. Come on, Buster Rhymes, my brother. <laughs> what did he say? He said, um, ask him why he never shot the video for the goodness featuring me, even mm. though it was big in the streets and on radio. Like it was a single. Oh, you know what? I I wanted. What are you talking about? I, I wanted Buster Rhymes a part of that video. I think that was a label thing. Right. Um, mm. with the label and Def Jam or whatever. Shit, come on, Bust. No, that's my <laughs> nigga. I would. I'm the first to be like. Even my niggas asked, Yo, why ain't why couldn't? I, I was like, Shit, it, it seems like that's a label issue. A, a little bit above my pay grade. So right. I was just like, All right, I'll let them deal with it. But of course, I would have had Buster right there. Right. That's my nigga right there. He already know. Right. Yeah, I mean, um, when you when it comes to performance, especially hip hop, I think it's you, Red, Karis. I mean, you are Meth, KRS. KRS. I'm about to skip to Buster. Can't even say KRS one in the woof. Wait, wait. Red, Meth, Buster, KRS, DMX, 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 De La Soul, De La Soul. Y'all ain't never oh, see a full day last Of course. I was on Tommy Boy, of course. Shout out to the Spit Kickers tour when they were killing it out there with that. Nigga, any of y'all seen the Day Last Show? Mm-hmm. Anybody seen the Day Last Soul show? Mm-hmm. Mm. Nigga. They like R. Kelly Them motherfuckers. Y'all listen, man. It's, <laughs> y'all listen. I went too far. I went too far, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, don't <laughs> even mix that with the <laughs> You know, somebody. Yeah, I went too far. You can't I even mix that in the so pot right now. But, um,. It's certain niggas that tear the fucking building down. It's certain niggas that that get busy. Right. Um, I could definitely say they like so one of them niggas that tear the building down with Buster Rhymes. Mm. DMX tears the building down. And he cries on you. Yes, he cries <laughs> and he tears the building down. Sermons and all. Uh, yes. Shit, you can't forget Cube. Cube also kills it. Cypress mm. Hill kills it. Cyp- mm. Oh, Cypress Hill tears the building down. Yeah. Down. And I'm like, we just learn from niggas. We just learn off each other. Mm. Because we still do shows. Like, we still do shows, my uh, nigga. Like, our era, we still do shows like it's the 90s. Right. There's still room for us, a whole lot of room. Yeah, absolutely. Because even now, in the States right now, too, it used to, it came to a certain part where we was getting a lot of money overseas. Going to Europe, but yeah. since a lot of motherfuckers, are the, the, a lot of new artists is not putting on good shows, <laughs> They yeah. turn right back around to yeah, 90s they want niggas. Rock the crowd. Yeah, yes, they, they just the want motherfuckers to be rocking. And we, yo, it's, we fluent now. We back on the road, man. Shit. Goddamn, make some noise for that, eight yeah. Mike. Oh, yeah. Your ass would be on the road too if you wasn't here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, on, I was killing Europe for a little while, goddammit. But, um, now, MTV Cribs. This had to be the most legendary. <laughs> like, it's the most memorabilia because I love your story every time I see you. I, I, you know, obviously I go watch interviews and um, 
Every time you say, yo, everybody wanted me to rent a crib. Yeah. Like, they wanted you to rent. Because that's what they were doing. A lot of artists were doing that. The hey, man, come on, man. Give me a break. You go on there. You see that shit on TV. That shit all neat. Right. Like a museum in there and shit. Right, like no right, one right, been right, touched. Right. Yeah. Come on, man. Right. I mean, hey, man, now you open the refrigerator, the food is neatly placed in that. And bitch. what season of MTV Cribs was this? It was just like I don't a even third? know. It, it was like going near to their last season, damn okay. near. Because okay. I wasn't a part of the first couple of seasons, I know that. Right. The only thing I know is, is that they expected something else. Right. <laughs> so you didn't even tell them? No. My cousin, my fat ass cousin was there. He, he was the one sleeping on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one sleeping on the floor. He knew because because we talked about it, and they was like, I was like, we want you to do MTV Cribs. I was like, all right, cool. They say, yo, we we got a house that we would like to put you in. I was like, oh, word. And I had to think about that shit. My 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 brand was on the line. And at the time, how many gold albums you got at this time? I, had, I think I had like four. <laughs> oh my God. Four, <laughs> four gold albums. Yeah. But just in the midst of that decision, I had to make a, a, real, a real executive decision on that, uh, on that answer. And I said, you know what? No, I don't want to rent a house. I want y'all to come to my house. And they ain't have no idea where the fuck they was coming to. <laughs> now, where was this house at? This house was in Staten Island. Oh, okay, okay. And see, what happened was... The Florida's in Newark. No, yeah, no, no. It, it was, this was like a real estate project I was doing and shit. Okay. So this was like a, my first little real estate shit. I was like, oh, I'm going to fix this bitch up. So. <laughs> but I ended up staying in the bitch and shit because I had no way to go. So... <laughs> So these motherfuckers showed up like a half hour early trying to be all cocky and shit at my door, you know, half hour early. And they they came in my shit. They was like, damn, this is where you staying at for real? I was like, yeah, this is where we shooting at for real. <laughs> and it was like, okay, let's get the cameras rolling. Let's set up. And, and, and they came in with an assumption and they left with an understanding, mm. right. with appreciation mm-hmm. of how an artist can be so known to the world, but appreciate staying in a spot like this to generate his brand. And still to this day, I'm right in that spot. Like now, I I was, that was my next question. Right, you, yeah. Was you really, really there? Like, yeah, my nigga. Yeah. Hey, hey, cuz, am I in that bitch or what, my nigga? <laughs> yeah, am I in that bitch? yeah, man, because bottom line, as you. As real niggas, you know you always gotta have somewhere if right. shit go down. Right. Right. I gotta sh- if shit go down spot. But the bell didn't work though. The bell still don't work. Is it still a real estate project right now? No, no. But at the end of the day, I bought hey, I bought that bitch for sixty grand and mm. I could sell that shit for two hundred now. Oh, wow. About a month. Yeah. But oh. I'm a, I'm I stay yeah. in it because it's my little sanctuary. Right. You know what I mean? I'm scared to live in a big ass house. Yeah. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm scared. It's too many windows and shit yeah, for yeah. sneaking around just, and ghosts and shit can build yeah. up in the house. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't fuck with no big ass house Let's that I got to walk to another wing. Ghosts. And all this ain't like, ghosts yeah. can build up. They yeah, can yeah, have a community yeah, and another yeah, 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 exactly. Let me tell you yeah. something. This is legendary. Yeah, actually, yeah, I can't fuck around. I can't fuck around. Bathrooms and shit. Hey, he's not talking about yeah, ghost space killer, No, no, not at all. So, uh, so you really do, you really do live in that crib. 
Yes. So if we remake MTV Crib, uh, yeah. if we remake MTV Crib, because you know I'm trying to right bring, you trying to make fun of me, man. No, 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 listen. So if I'm bringing back, because um, I want to bring back MTV Cribs, but I want to bring back it on a Spanish version called La Casa. Uh huh. So we're gonna go to like get platanos. And then we're gonna you're gonna be the only black nigga on this episode. I'm gonna, I can go see you and we can go there. Copy that. Let's do that. Matter of fact, look on my Instagram right now. I'm getting my shit done up right now. Same crib. <laughs> right. Same MTV crib. We right. should do revisited. Revisited. They did a revisited. They did a part two. And that shit was funny as hell too because they revisited and I got some things done in there. I was like, yo, I want y'all to see what I got done in there. Yeah. But then we went to the bathroom and shit. Mm-hmm. And I forgot because they said because I said yeah and you and and they you know what they knew because they seen the first version they said so is this the same shower curtain and I was like no nah, I wouldn't do an MTV crib way back then 12 14 years ago and they still had, had the same shower curtain and they went back to the first one and I still had that same shower curtain. <laughs> I was like oh shit they played me out heavy but it was good though it was good, it was good. yeah it was a revisit it was called TV cribs revisit Oh, oh, man. Check that. oh man, that is hilarious. Alright, now, one of my favorite joints. Black and white video. Tonight's the night. That's a classic. Yeah. Chills go Forever through Forever classic. Yes, sir. Like, like again, like I said, like I just like to go have a playlist. Most of the time it's it's, it's in uh, uh the audio. Mm-hmm. But you know, this morning. Uh, well, this afternoon, my barber. Is, is the barber here? No. He's a foul nigga. But the barber, I was like, yo, he, he, so he put the whole shit on. When that shit came on, we, we just both, he just stopped cutting my hair. I just stopped getting my hair cut. And we just looked at the shit. Had no choice. Like, it was just like, it paused both of our life. Like, we were just like, boom. It, it was just something between us. Just like, all right, cool. It's five minute break. Let's watch. Who, who produced that record? Uh, Eric Sermon. Damn it. And you knew it was, did you know it was a classic when you recorded it? Yeah, well, you know, because these was batches of records that I had, and we would just get loops off the record, man. But yeah, the way he put it together and the way I uh, orchestrated the lyrics, yeah. Mm. It was what we was feeling. Such a crazy record. Like in the 90s, we really didn't give a fuck what the audience was feeling. We made our yeah, own sound. Yeah. That's why all of us stood out and stood different. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, man. And actually, on that video, that was... That was Russell Simmons helped put that video together and put that was Brett Ratner's first video he ever mm. shot, and after that he went on and did movies. Rush Ooh, that's Hour the Rush Hour nigga, yeah, 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 exactly. Actually, his mama was in the video too. That white lady was in the video. That was Brett Ratner's mama. That's real. Yeah, a lot of niggas can't say that. Absolutely, I had well, Brett, Ratner, <laughs> Brett Ratner's yeah, mama Brett in my Mar- video. Was he Brett Ratner's mama? Raps too? Let's just say you yeah. had Brad, Ratner's mama twerking. Let's just throw it out there. What? <laughs> just throw it out. I don't think twerking was out in the 90s. It she twerking. was working. She was doing the Why in Miami yeah. they were doing something like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, y'all was out here booty shaking. What is this shit called out here? That's so what I'm saying. You was out here? You live, You from here? Yeah. I mean, L.A. born but raised in Miami. Okay. So what's your favorite era in hip-hop? What, 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 what is it? And then this is a 10-year span, so you don't have to say, you know... Um, <laughs> You don't have to be in the era Doesn't matter Favorite era of hip hop? Yeah It had to be Like our era And The 80s era I was a big mm. Yeah So what you saying 89 to 99? I would say Well shit I would Shit 
Well, Run DMC kind of helped Late mold 80s me. to well, Run DMC is early 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I'm yeah, saying you early. can say late 80s to mid 90s. I would say from, yeah, I would say 80s to 90s to our era to, yeah. So I forever. Well, no, no, no. From 80s to our era is, is like my favorite era of hip hop, is where I molded from. Right. You know, I can say that definitely. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process with superior materials craftsmanship best in class warranty morton buildings are made to last for generations at morton the difference is in the details from their cutting edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field they are dedicated to surpassing expectations their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years and morton buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Was there ever a point in hip-hop where you, like, was disappointed? I mean, keep, hey, keep it real. This is Drink Champs. Well, shit, come on. You already know. I'm going to keep it 100 anyway. Huh. Um, when when the new music started coming in, I had to get a better understanding of what was going on Because bottom line is My nigga Like I can't never shit on hip hop Because it still provides jobs For my niggas out here And you able to come off the street And feed your family Right But the 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 fabric of it or I the wasn't The artistry happy. of it Because I remember the at one point I was it. looking at your Instagram And you kept Like keep 90s alive type shit You was on some 
You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, I was doing all 90s niggas. Yeah, right, I was right, just right. representing 90s niggas. But what, did that come from a, a form of frustration? No, not even, now? not even. Because okay. I don't, I'm not frustrated about the new era. Because bottom line is, you know... Me neither, but some of these things disappoint me. Some of the things might disappoint you. Or okay. The things that disappoint me is... It's not the music is going to be music. You have a a a, a, a option to turn that shit off mm-hmm. or keep yeah. it on. Bottom line, mm-hmm. the thing that kind of disappoint me is the the ethic, the work ethic to get in the game. Mm-hmm. It's just so easy. Like my grandma could record a hot hook right now and, be on and she'd be cloud the hottest lit. bitch yeah, in cloud. motherfucking yeah. America right. with a hot song. You heard grandma with red grandma right. on that shit? She right. was killing that shit, right? right. And that shit would be all over and she'd go get a deal right. and producers would want to work with her. Right. It's good for, <laughs> it's good that we you have that, that opportunity so much in your face, but you know, when you have, when you get something that grand, that kind of, it also comes with a, a con to it. It's always a con to a pro and pro. Yeah, it's good for grandma, but yeah, it's not yeah. good for the culture. It's not good for the culture. And so it just made it di- real diluted right. as far as what kind of material represents a good fabric that we bun- we done bounced the ball to. Because, you mm-hmm. know, we had to pass the ball. And like right. I said, when we got the ball from the 80s niggas, we bounced that shit and we we elevated that shit and we right. we branched it out and we made it more of a a, a a language for other countries and cultures to understand us as a people. Right. And then as we bounced the ball more to the next generation, I think a little bit of that fabric of them thinking what we was trying to do has lost. It turned into just money and mm-hmm. yo, let me just do this record, put it out, get this pub, yeah. Right. But overall, I think it's coming back around. Because motherfuckers, even a new audience. Look, nigga, I got five kids, and they all range from 29 to 14. Mm. You know, and, and three of them is 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 grown in their 20s. So mm. I get the the rundown, and two of them live in Atlanta. So mm. I get the rundown on new artists, old artists, who new niggas listen to, who the young, and the young are, and most of the young people that I talk to, they be like, nah, nah, nah. That young shit they play on the radio, that's for them little young niggas. We we listen to them, we listen to y'all niggas. We bump 90s shit, yo, and it's a lot. A lot it of is. young cats that's doing that. It is. So I would I would definitely say our era, man. Uh, big up to Al Al. He got a whole station. Yeah, Rock the Bells. Uh, Rock yeah. the Bells. Uh, I listen to it all the time. I love it, yeah. Roxanne yeah. got a show on there. She's killing it. Rock the Bells is killing it. Yeah. Sway, Sway is always yeah, killing it. Shout out to Sway. Shout out to Sway. He does an interesting Shout out to Heather man, too, man. Heather B came along. Oh, right, Heather man. B. Yeah, that's my sister. Right yeah, yeah, that's, that's my, my sis. So, um, she's Jersey, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, uh, what's what's the best perks about hip hop? What's the uh, <coughs> best thing that <coughs> hip hop has done for you? Good fucking question. Help me. Uh, besides, put money on the fucking table, and uh, it 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 allowed me. To be that nigga who I am, it helped me. It helped molded me, because mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't working a nine to fucking five, mm-hmm. and I knew I wasn't going to be able to take orders from nobody. Waking up in the nigga, the the reason why I rap is because I ain't want to wake up in the morning. Mm. I'm not a morning nigga. I can't wake up in the morning taking no orders from no motherfucking body, not even my mama. This morning I woke up in my mama's house. She tried to give me something to do early as soon as I got the fuck up. I'm like, hold up! My shit! 
Like, hold up, let me get into myself first before you start passing me the screwdriver and shit to unloose this shit. You know, I need to mold, I need to get into myself. And as creative as I am, I know that I would not be able to get up and take orders from nine to five and be the man I'm supposed to be, even though I did, and I got fired from every job I had. I ain't quit, I got fired, you know? So. What hip hop done for me is molded me into this person who I am and actually brought out the reality of this world because I was able to travel here and there, travel to this country, travel to this state and see how motherfuckers work, see how people work over here and live, see how people appreciate their culture over here. So it also, you know, opened my eyes to you know this fucking world, man. You know it, bro. Yeah, it's such a beautiful like, day, yeah, it's man. like man, shit. Man. Only thing day. I knew was Nord, and I was afraid. Like, look, nigga, either I'm gonna be rapping or I'm gonna be selling drugs because right. I'm not going to no nine to five waking up and shit. Right. You know, you know when we had um we had EPMD on the show, yeah. <clears throat> and I kicked myself after that show because uh-huh. one of my favorite collectives and crews in hip hop, hands down, at least is my generation, squad? is Hit Squad. Okay. Obviously, there's the Juice Crew and all these guys. That was well, Hit Squad was first, right? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no, no I'm talking about like Juice, Juice Crew, Crew before was us. That's not my generation. That's right before okay. me. I'm in high school when Hit Squad and that oh, and man, that too. So what yeah. I want to know is yeah. how did that all come together? What did it mean to you? What was that whole vibe in the Hit Squad? Because you had K Solo, Daza yeah, so Fett, Hurricane squad. G, and EPMD. I got to talk about the breakup because I got to take a peep. Go ahead, go ahead, So the the Hit Squad uh, came came like I, I think I was no I wasn't the last member to come in. Um, like Daza Effects was the last member to come in, and when Daza Effects got signed, then I got signed. Then we kind of came up with the Hit Squad. We're gonna go on. Who the came up with it? I don't know, it was either a Parish thing, I'm not too sure and shit, like, I think Parish did it. And uh, we went out on the road, we called ourselves the Hit Squad, and everyone out on a, besides me, I don't think I really had a strong single out or anything, but I was just on the road with So it was them. before your album? Yeah, it was like kind of before my album. Right. Uh, that we had the hit squad. I was just going out, yo, I was going out doing freestyles, and I was murdering shit. Murdering everything on a roll. Every time they brought me out, I was murdering shit. And uh, headbangers out already, right? Because that's before we we kind of started the hit squad before headbangers. Because that's what solidified it. Yeah, I was on. A, I was on. I was on uh, the third album when we went out on the road. Right. And then we came up with Headbangers. So it was right in that in between the third album, fourth album, where the, like the hit squad kind of built up. And uh, and we just took it there, man. We was just rolling. And then when it split up into then it's Death Squad and, and yeah, Parrish well, still it, stayed with his squad, right? No, no, no. Parrish still stayed with his. That's squad. what I'm saying. I yeah. said Parrish stayed with it. You said Eric. No, no, Parrish. Parrish stayed with his squad. Yeah. Eric, we oh, went to Death Squad. His, his squad yeah. or Death Squad? Death squad. Yeah. How, how awkward was that for you? It wasn't awkward. It was just a business move. Because you knew you came in with, with E? And yeah, nah, like, that's right. I'm going to leave with E. All right. You know, and uh, it wasn't nothing, man. It was just like, all right, these two guys, the bosses, you know, right. they're uh, they not getting along. So they got to go their ways and learn. You know, no big fucking deal. Now, it was an awkward moment, right? At one point where... Uh, Tupac comes home from jail. He's wilding on everybody. <laughs> He's telling everybody, "Fuck you from New York." 
and then this record comes out of nowhere. We hear the story that you did, guys did it for Daz later. But for a week in New York history, people was like, what the fuck is going on for Red Math? Did you never did you never not fail that? And Dog Pound's on that record too, right? Yeah, yeah. because I'm the I'm fuck out of here. No, for a week, I'll be honest. I'm yeah? Be, I'll be honest. I never you. knew that. People were kind of skeptical. Okay, yeah, look, look at that. That's, that's Tupac here, saying man. it's real. No <laughs> way, yo. That's Tupac saying it's real. I never knew that. Yeah, because like, it's like, I was like, it, it might have been two or three days, you know, because back then we didn't have a Twitter where right. you could have said, yo, we did that for dads. Like, you know, you got to remember, even when you did a Source article, you did that shit two months in advance. That's right. You did an XXL or Vibe or some shit. That's, you did it in October for December's issue. That's right. So, I'm just saying, like, there was a, 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 like at least a two to three day period, maybe even a week, where people were like, is Red and Meth enough? We're hiding with the West Side? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, I'm just being honest. Like, I'm sure you, you never heard that. I'm high as a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but you never heard like No, I ain't never hear that shit, man. You crazy as hell. No, you lying, nigga. No, no, listen. Yo. I'm gonna be honest. Word, that's it, crazy, yo. Because you gotta remember, that. like, this came out like right after Who Shot Y'all, something like that. It came out right in the period of where it was like, even if you love Pac, you had to kind of like take the choice that stands. And then this record came out, I got my mind made up. And it was like, whoa! I'm saying, Get out of here, you know what man. happened was, you guys, you all, all, all met. I forget which one of y'all came and said, yo, we did that for Daz, and they yeah. cleared it up. We both, yeah, we both cleared it up. You both cleared yeah. it up, but for, I'm saying for that weekly time, like I said, we didn't have a. Get the fuck out of here! That's so yeah. good. So man. people were like, yeah, I kid you not. I Get out of here, man! I never really heard that, bro. But you didn't hear. You, you didn't no, feel. I, I, I ain't feel nothing though, oh, because wow. we knew we was doing it for Daz, yo. Right. Like we didn't feel nothing because. We knew we was going Even if we was going in for pop Right Like we really didn't We wasn't tripping that much You know what I'm talking about But We went to do it for dad So we didn't have no feelings at all We was just mm -hmm. like Yo we just gonna lace this shit And even Deck was in there They cut Deck off they cut Yeah I heard Deck was on there yep. Yeah but uh, mm -hmm. Yeah we didn't know that shit Was going on pop album mm -hmm. You know so you had no warning? It was just, it just no, dropped? No, no, it wasn't. No, but we heard the story how it happened and shit because we, you know, like in the movie, yeah. Yeah, as soon as he came home, he was taking everything. Now that I watched the movies, I was like, all right, yeah, okay. And that missed the time while he was doing that album, how that song made it. He came home and he he said they were, he was just taking everything. Like, I need that. You got I, the meat part? Absolutely. A word? Describe that. I've never got to meet Pac. And what era yeah, of Pac yeah, did got, you meet? Yeah, I've seen Pac a couple of times. I took pictures with Pac and shit, man. Uh -huh. Pac was, uh, he was cool, cool as fuck. Right. Bottom line. Right. You know, when you see, it's certain motherfuckers like, you know, you carry an aura about yourself to when motherfuckers meet you, whatever, whatever they're doing in the world, they come down to a, Yo, what's good, my nigga? How you right. to a certain level of respect? Cause you know that that person know you love hip hop just as much as they do. Mm -hmm. So it was always a mutual good, you know, mm -hmm. understanding with us every time we seen each other. Never no, no red line or anything, my nigga. Well, that's a beautiful thing. Now yeah, it's got to be. Now, so I'm, I'm surprised you never heard that though. For real. Nah, I ain't never heard that shit. Yeah, though. for I real, for real. Made that shit up. For real, no, no. I'm kidding yeah, you not. Look, it was a, it was three days of people like. You know, cause you, and, and you know who else was um uh, uh, accused of that was uh, Buckshot Shorty and them because oh that I'm, was really close. I'm to gonna Pac. tell you why because not only that they was close to Pop, but because remember Buckshot and them had beef with Big. 
Yeah. So them on his record with with, with Pac at the time seemed like they were uh, aligning themselves. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So then you and Meth, everybody was like, where the fuck okay, are these now, niggas coming now, from? Now you saying that? Okay, man. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying because, but no one else at that time were, were, were working with them because of Pac's harsh words. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, so I'm saying people were kind of mad at y'all for a little while until. It was the interview, I forget what interview it was, where y'all was like, yo, we did it for Dad's Corrupt, and everybody was like, oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? And it was basically right, right up, like it was yeah, down. It made sense. But see, right you know, because, you know, now, now I can put you on the record with Amy Schrimmer, you know what I'm saying? And and you you, you could address the, the rumor immediately, you know, listen, listen, man, look, I did the record for Nori. That's right. Nori put Amy Schrimmer on. That's right. I don't care, I don't get no beef with Amy Schrimmer, but... Is Amy Schrimmer? I don't know, I'm just, you know, I'm just giving <laughs> you... You said her last name, like, Amy Schrimmer. He was like, Schrimmer, 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 Schrimmer. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So back then, you, you, you couldn't address a rumor, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's why, right now, if you don't address a rumor immediately, you seem guilty. Because you have every outlet to do it. Yes, you do. You know what I'm saying? Remember back in the days, you could ignore this shit. You'd be like, yo, nigga said I got such and such. What? What? You can ignore it. It goes away. That's right. Now if you ignore it, they're like, that motherfucker guilty. That's right. look, at, look, look at R. Kelly. I'm sorry to bring him up again. What? He's been ignoring <laughs> shit for, for a long time. And look at what this has been going on. He gotta go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's some that's some I've never wished jail on anybody yeah, exactly. in my that's life, some, but this is change. Hey, at the end of the day, that's something for him and the higher power to deal with, <laughs> yeah. man. And yeah. he, he gonna deal, he gonna pay the price for whatever him and the higher power done told him. You know what you gotta do, he gotta deal with it. I you worked my the arm before? Huh? You worked through the before? Did I no. I got one no. record well. Oh you did? You got a record? My only record with Jay Z is with R. Kelly. Me, Jay Z, and Cameron. It's called We Ride. Come on, Google it. it has nine million. So I got the black. That's right. That's right. I shouldn't have did that. Man, <laughs> you celebrated that record right now. I didn't feel good at all when I did that. He was like, Yeah, I did that. I did that. I did that. You No blowing horns. None of that. None of that. None of that. None of that. I actually, the funny shit is, um, I, I don't know. If, but when I went to the studio, I had actually synced a bed in the studio and I didn't get along. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now listen, don't open the can of worms on your own shit. What eyes wide shut shit no. is this? All right, listen. All right, have you, I don't know if you guys ever know, uh, like, there's a studio called Bearsville. With beds, little beds? No, Bearsville in each. I'm like, I like that. You, you go, I like that. So, you know, I, like, I can take a joke. But uh, in Bearsville, upstate New York, Woodstock. This is where we did the Firm album, where we did uh, an RE album. So, Trackmaster used to rent this. So, each studio had their own, had their own like house to it. Right. So you were rent Studio A, Studio A upstairs. That's where the engineer would sleep. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you could you stay in the studio the whole time. So when I I just came from that, mind you, this was Trackmasters. Trackmasters was working with R. Kelly. Um, so when I looked in, in his studio to to, to to lay my verse, I didn't, by the way. But when I laid my verse, when I seen a, a bedroom, I see nothing wrong with it. 
Like, not because I didn't know what was going on, but because I had just seen Woodstock, you know what I'm saying? And I seen that, you know, you can actually sleep in the studio, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, no, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to process it. Right, right, let, let me describe it, let me describe it. This is Studio next A. Is, next to the no, no, mic no, no, no. is the, this is Woodstock. This is not, this is Woodstock. This is Woodstock. He no, got no. bunk beds next to the mic? Give me out. This is, this is Woodstock, it's called Bearsville. So Studio A is here, right? Studio B is here, Studio C is here. They all individually houses. One it, of them is Woodstock. No, this is all in Woodstock. Oh, Woodstock. It's Woodstock. all in Woodstock. Right, okay, it's okay. called Bearsville. So Studio A, I can walk in Studio A, there'll be Nas in there, Jungle in there, but they got a three bedroom upstairs. Right. Like an apartment. Yeah, the whole okay, thing. Okay. So you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Then Studio B would be the same thing. It'd be Nature, 50 Cent, and such and such. And then Studio C would be Nori and my, my crew. You know what I'm saying? Right. So after seeing that, I was like, oh, okay. like Circle House. Right, right. Circle House it's is the same exact thing. Like yeah. Circle House. And so when I seen our shit, I didn't, I didn't become alarmed because I was like, oh, okay, certain niggas just record, let the engineer but you sleep, didn't see wake them up. No, I didn't see that now, even not a okay, person. A person. Okay. It was just weird. They wanted me to lay the verse by myself, but I was just like, ah, I just broke out. Yeah, because I'm trying to see where you was going with this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. I'm yeah. saying <laughs> the same exact, the same exact shit that they're showing on mm-hmm. the shit. Where they said that where the beds was, uh-huh. I actually went there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I went there. Oh, I in the documentary? Them. Yeah, the documentary, oh, docu series. Yeah, oh, you ain't see that? No, no. You saw that? I, see, I ain't see what you saw. You ain't see the studio? <laughs> the studio. Remember the studio? They said the studio where the the, the lady threw the rocks and was trying to get oh, her yeah, kids. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. they said in the studio they had beds in there, like beds, like like, like instead of a lounge. Right. A, that lounge oh, would, would be a bed. You know what I'm saying? And there'd be people there. And you went in there? I saw an actual bed, but I didn't see Did you that. Go in there? I ain't I ain't going no bedroom. I ain't need to go in no bedroom. I had eight niggas with me from Left Rack City. It's a little yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're a little different. It's all the way terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's all the way terrible, by the way. But yeah. Um I don't know how we got here. How did we get here? Yeah, no, you, you went into a dark place, bro. Little beds. I told you to leave it alone earlier. You just kept going. Bottom line is like R. Kelly in like in the nineties, whatever he was doing personally ain't my business, but I know when I was a part of his video, when he invited a whole gang of you niggas, I think he was there. Okay. You, I, think, I was not there, right? I, I'm just asking he invited a gang of rappers and it was outside of some, matter of fact it might, it might it No, it was an R. Kelly video. And it was gang featuring and it was outside. I, I don't forget. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> what, I don't know what song it was. You gotta Google this shit, has. My bottom line is like he showed motherfuckers love. Like he definitely showed niggas love when he was out. Like Keith Murray did a song with him and shit. I'm sure he showed. Keith Murray, Murray did a song with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure oh, he showed God. Murray love. That video was hot. But he right. do personal. Hey man, he gonna you know got to deal with. It. Yeah, it's fucked up. I never thought Michael Jackson did it. Man, what a segue, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christian, you going down the list, bro? What, what, what do you say? You think he did do it? No, I don't think Michael Jackson did it. I don't think he, I don't like nobody talking about Michael. I don't I don't think Michael Jackson. Like you can't talk about really like Mike around yeah, that's me. That's what I said. That's you can't what, talk about Whitney I, around me neither. You no, can't make no. fuck around and talk about Whitney around me. No, I feel me. that too. Not at all. I feel you that know, too. But Mike, I don't know. I don't think Mike did. I don't know. I just feel like you know, you know what? As we done grew older and started understanding the government and how just that whole operation of the world works, right. now I know he didn't do it. 
Right. Now it's the way the way these popular people are dying and getting right. caught up in shit. Mm-hmm. My 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 percentage on if he was set up right. is more higher than him just Yeah, he was set up. Like of course. Yeah. You know? Or just media, the way media manipulates and this this might this might fuck you shit. up though. I also think OJ ain't do it. Oh my god. I think you think Did this fuck good? up my credibility just now? Yeah, I don't know. Look, 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 I don't think OJ did it, right, man? Uh, ask Jerobi. <laughs> Jerobi? Jerobi did it? Don't, don't ask me that. Jerobi, you think OJ did it? Jerobi. I don't know. No, no. The blackness will not allow you to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I don't think OJ. I'm the black. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think OJ did this. I hung out with a lot of killers. Yes. <laughs> Remember the story though at the backstage at the concert. Which one? I got two. I got one. The one that comes in the picture. Then I got one in the sports grill. No, the one he the said. The one in the sports grill. Yeah, I did say this murder unit. No, I, I grabbed OJ. I said you murder unit. He, he said, he said yeah. yeah. He said no. He well, said yeah. He, he thought you know it's a rap gang. No. <laughs> Sports Grill Kendall one day. Yeah, he lived in Kendall. And I looked at him because I know every killer in the world. They got a certain genocide quoi about the eye domain. That's right. There's something about them there. And OJ have it. I looked for him every which way, shape, form, or fashion. And I tried to ask him questions each way. OJ ain't do it, man. He ain't do it, man. Now he might not know somebody who did it. But him himself, he ain't do this shit, man. Let's make some noise for OJ. The niggas is capital. You say you cross-examined OJ? Yeah, I did. I ain't gonna lie. I did. All right, but Ray, I was like, you was a part of. <laughs> you was a part of hip hop's first historical tour. Like. To me, and my like, uh, we got Run DMC, we got we got uh, Fresh Fest, we got all that. But this is the one for you know breaking into that new era. These are the new kings of hip hop, and it would have to be you, Red, DMX, Ja Rule, and the homie Ho. Like, mm-hmm. how was that? Because I heard y'all niggas was flying through there, peeing on people like R. Kelly. Oh man, here you go, man. I'm just fucking with you. I don't know. I don't know why it's just on my mind. I'm so sorry. Oh, but um, y'all was flying through, though. Definitely. Um, was killing what shit. the fuck? The Hard Knock Life Tour. Hard Knock huh? Life Tour. Um, yeah, you fucking right. The most historical tour that most ever went Most historical. And First off, by the way, hold on. Before you answer that question, because they were, it was so much bad press when y'all announced it to ask if this tour would never last. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think it was gonna last. And y'all, what was it? 60 days? Three yeah. months? Yeah. On the motherfucking road, every On day the sold motherfucking out. Motherfucking road. Every day sold out. Hip hop. So let's, because this is a long pause. This is a long question. So, who approaches you and what do they say? They say, 
Hard Knock Life, nigga. Let's go. Yes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It was uh, 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 Jay and them coming in the Def Jam, mm. and, and uh, you know they. I mean, they got the building hot. I mean, we had the building hot uh, already with the yeah. artists that was bumping up there with us, and you know everybody else. But when they came in the building, it was like a growth, mm. and because they had their own entity. You know what I'm saying? They had entity. Yeah. Okay. Entity. Okay. Wait, no, I said, I you said enemy. I was like, Word? no, no, I said okay. entity. Okay. So, so they had their own, they uh, own brand. I would say, and they collab with Def Jam. And when they decided to do the fucking tour, it was just like we was that ingredient that they needed. And we was like, fuck yeah, right. for sixty days. Sixty days straight, fat ass Mark. You, you was on. Right. You was on it. You know. And Mem Bleak was on there too. Yo, everybody was on that bitch, man. Oh, Beanie Siegel. Beanie Siegel. Those were back to back dates. Back to no, not back to back. Some oh. some of them were like okay. four. Like we'll work like four or five days out the week, then drive okay. two days. Had to rest for the bus driver and all that shit. But it was literally like ten buses out that bitch, man. Damn near. This is when Dame Dash called Kevin Lyles a quarter water. <laughs> yeah, on that uh, on that uh, backstage, DVD joint? backstage joint. Kevin Lyles, my brother, but that was hilarious. Yeah, Do you not agree, right, man? <laughs> yeah, big up to Kevin Lyles, man. But uh, yeah, but how, how? So they come to you and they just say, "Yo, you guys want to do it?" And you just automatically just yeah, I'm we in. just jump on. And and then so you know this is a story to talk from the first night, or when do you when do you realize it? I noticed it after the. Fucking first night Because we uh, You was walking on people's hands Yeah man It was like yo It was like the first night All of us It was like game time It was like Alright You got like You got like Six seven major niggas On a tour And it's like Alright the first night We like Alright who Who gonna blow the building down And shit mm. And usually man I ain't gonna fucking lie man When we Red MF came out and shit, niggas was still sweeping the floors but and I heard shit. Ja Rule went on before you. Yeah, yeah. The niggas ja was putting up cups and shit and sweeping yeah. and putting up chairs and shit. Right. And the building didn't get packed until the half of Red MF show every mm. night. Mm. Like it was and Ja Rule and them came out with with uh with uh Jay and them. Oh, I thought he oh, came, so they came out came first and out. he came back out. That's, that's what, what he's saying. Yeah, that's what he's saying. I, I, did he? I yeah, mean, I think he came I, out before you and then came back out. Yeah, I, I mean, think. if he I'm, came I'm, out before us, I mean, he had to definitely be getting the... The crowd was the people that worked there in the building because when we came out, literally, sometimes they'd be setting up seats and shit and it'd be a small crowd in the front, but it'd be kind of packed in the back and shit and then half our show, it'd, it'd uh, get packed in, in, in the front. But the first day, what I knew it was going to be a historical tour was the first day because we all went out there to show our balls. We was like, fuck that. We coming on early. We blowing this bitch down. And then we came out there. We did our thing. We swung on the ropes and shit, kicked niggas in the head. And then we stayed <laughs> and watched Jay and them show and DMX and them show. And we was like, oh, man. And they stayed and watched our show. And they, I mean, they came in a couple of times early and watched our show, and they was like, these niggas is flying. And right. then we seen as they started adding more shit because niggas ain't know we was flying. They had to come to Lady our show. Lady Gaga they, technically bit y'all shit. Yeah, she did? Yeah. <laughs> fucking Gaga, huh? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Gaga shit. But hey, I'll tell you what, we, we decided to fly when we knew how early we had to come on and shit. Mm -hmm. You know, we had to come on early, so right. we, we was like, fuck it, we had to make an impact. 
Let's bring yeah, in the homies. Let's bring in the homies. Let's mic him up. Let's bring in the homies. Yeah, yeah. He already did. And we are motherfucking back. We back. So you, you know we got to do it. We got we got new guests. We gonna let them introduce themselves to the people. Come on, talk to the people. Mr. Motherfucking Crane, go ahead. Hey, stop blowing that goddamn. I need to do a show tonight, man. I ain't gonna be here to hear the goddamn. We going to your show. We coming to support. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Crane in the building. Yes, yes, Mr. Crane, Brick City, Geller House, Cruddyville. You know how we do, man. Mm. That was hard. Legendary <laughs> DJ Dice Brooklyn. Woo-hoo. Original DJ from Dice Facts. Oh. I'll do it this way. So this is a drink champs edition. <laughs> this way, man. This is a drink <laughs> champs edition. We should drink this in Branson. This is for oh, uh, Rex and Peace to Eddie. So we're going to have yes, one This one vegan, shot. man. This vegan, yeah, yeah, definitely is. Fucking just gave me. Just <laughs> 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 How is it being around the gods? 
It's beautiful, man. It's because I love being around him, man. Right. Been around him since I was a little kid. Oh, nigga. You oh, said he was in the MTV crib in that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was his little floor? Yeah. What color jacket did you have on? It wasn't a jacket. I just had it like it was like a, a blue, a grayish shirt or something. I thought you was under a cover or something. <laughs> I my arm was out. <laughs> Y'all got me all these years. Y'all got me. So, yeah, it's fun, though. So now I'm growing up in Brick City and seeing uh, all the things that you have seen. Do you ever, you ever thought that he would make it this far? Well, that's, a, that's a good question. All the things that I've seen. All right. It's like, yeah, I always knew he'd make it this far. Oh, wow. Y'all how, 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 how the fuck you <laughs> Because since I came up the hill, you remember that time I came up the hill and you was back there and um, you was DJing in the backyard and doing it was out there rapping. And I came up and I spent my little verse and shit, but you know, you wasn't gonna pay me no attention, but I seen you and you was doing your shit and I was like, yo, but I always looked up and was like, yo, I know Cuz gonna be, you know, gonna be the big shit. Because he used to always come to my goddamn house Mm. trying to get on the road and I used to always turn him around and not tell him, no, I don't want you out here with me. And he forced his way. Mm. On to me because he was my younger cousin, mm. but he he forced his way on, mm. and now I know. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as I rung the bell, it was a cab already waiting for me. Like uh. he already knew I was coming and was sending me home. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, but now nah. and this motherfucker here, you know, mm. since we got history from the hit squad days, mm. you know. I fire his motherfucking ass every motherfucking show. <laughs> every chance I get, I try to fire him. And just for some reason, you know, we just stay connected because we're family. But in, in all sense, they know that expectancy on the stage to compete. Because you know, Nori, we came from an era where we got to compete. Right. Bottom line. You had to have a good show and good records. Exactly. You had yeah. to have both of them. And if you ain't have... The hit records, you had to have a good fucking show. All right. And that's just what we about. All right. You know, bottom line. Mm-hmm. That shit got me talking snow. No, that's pissy. It's so beautiful, rap, man. You don't understand. You don't understand, yo, man. man. Let me just tell you something. Yo, that shit is crazy, yo, how liquor just goes to my feet because I don't drink. <laughs> yo, this shit just went right to my <laughs> fucking toes. That's yo. a cold tiger bone goes to your feet. Yo, that's it just went right to my feet, yo. Well, well, let me tell you something, rap. There's so many places, there's so many artists that after you get 10 years in this game, these people want to call you what they want, what they call quote unquote washed up. They want to say that it's, it's over for you. And the thing about it is, I want to change that perspective. I want people to know that the longevity you get in this game, just like rock and roll or jazz or whatever, we want to celebrate you. We want to yeah. tell motherfuckers, you know what? You're you're the OG, but just a lot of times people call you OG, but they don't really mean it. They just calling you OG because there's something that they want to say. Or it could even be derogatory sometimes. It, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't want to change that perspective. I want to say that the longer you've been in this game, the longer season you've been in the game, we want to salute you. We want to big you up. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to kicking these people out of the game and doing that. That's what Drink Champs is for. We're a platform for people who have been in this game for 10 years and more. And you know what? As opposed to 10 years and more, but we're telling you, we fuck with you. Exactly. We fuck with you. You seasoned. Like when Sammy Davis got 10 years, they fucking loved him for that. You know, why the fuck in our game, you get 10 years, you get 12 years, you get 15 years, people say, well, it's over for him and there's a new version of him. Why the fuck they gotta be that? Why they gotta be that? Uh, to me, 
Oh, 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 Nas is in a new version of Rock Kim. He's his version of Rock Kim. Not another version. You understand? Yeah. So let's just motherfucker make some noise for that. Yo, Red Man, thank you for coming through, Red Man. Anything more you want to you say, say to the people? Well, listen, you can follow me on Instagram at MrCream9588. You know what I mean? I got a single out called uh, Congo. Okay. It's on um, every digital right. platform right now. You know, it's crazy. Please pick it up. Mm. Mm. Oh. <laughs> For those, I don't know if a lot of people knew that Redman had DJ for Dos Effects back then too. No, oh, I did not know that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's on YouTube. I'm the original DJ, we all went to Virginia State, but then I left. And he took home. your job as you left. Huh? <laughs> Redman <laughs> took your job as you no, left. No, 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 no. Because at that time, Redman was not. in the process doing his music and getting on. Right. So oh, before, before we Dos Effects got signed or picked, discovered, we was in Virginia State. Mm. So when they finally did get signed, I already had left Virginia State, came back to New York and DJ for Tim Dog. Right. So in that that period, he already had got his deal. Mm. Damn. And Dos. And he started DJing for Dos. And then when the hit squad came, they found me. Another blessing. Dice, yo, Pete Parrish wants you. They want to audition DJs. I'm going to be you honest. original, so. Through this whole interview, you know, the real man, you lived all over the place. Yeah. You, you like the nigga that, um, from Castaway. You like the ball. <laughs> you like Wilson. You like everywhere. Yeah, I fucking did. I ain't going to lie, I did. I fucking lived a lot of fucking places, man. <laughs> And he did like all the elements. Let me find out you was in rock steady group too. I probably was. <laughs> <laughs> he got all the elements in my You know the true version. Let me just tell you, Red. You know the true version of MC. You know the true version of a good person. Every time I ever see you, you always. Let me tell you. I, 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 before we get up out of here, you made always, me drink that Tiger Bone, and we about to get the fuck up <laughs> out of here. <laughs> Yo, come on, bro. I could have saved that day, man. <laughs> You always gave me advice. It's only one time that you didn't um, give me advice. I think we were on tour and you, I went on your tour bus and he was like, You ain't played this game? I forget what game it was. And I came on the tour bus expecting like him to like, teach me or something. <laughs> we got on the game. <laughs> I passed the blade. He just kept whipping my ass. I forget what it was. And I kept going like this. He's like, Yeah, yeah, good. He wouldn't even smoke with me. <laughs> And I said, damn, there's certain things your OG is not going to teach you. He would not. But, yo, you're a great person. Hip-hop has to continue to salute people like you. We got to continue to salute our own. Mm-hmm. Salute our own kind. Because if Absolutely. we expect anybody else to salute us, then we're fucking idiots from the beginning. The thing about us, we need to have a hip-hop union. People who've been in, involved with us from the beginning, uh, meaning, you know, the the, the enlightenment to, to hip-hop and, and, and what it brings to the culture. And this has got to keep being elevated. That's right. And the thing about it is this. If we don't big up our own people, there's no one to be there. When I say our own people, I'm talking about hip-hop. I ain't talking race. I ain't talking culture. I'm talking hip-hop. Hip-hop. So that can be... That can be, you know, Kid Frost. It can be MC Search. I don't feel like if you guys, you know, us, 
put in these 10, 15 years of work and something happened to your family, I feel like hip-hop should come in and be responsible. Exactly. It's like any it's other, like any other job. We always yeah. said that. Well, KRS tried to do that back in the day, man. That's what he wanted to do, man. Right. He actually wanted to put something together where we can actually eat and well, actually have dental benefits. We yeah. are a fucking union. We are like a yeah. union. We are a job. We do we serve, the per- serve the public. So why shouldn't we get dental benefits from our label? Because yeah. you know why and, back then we didn't have Will Smiths and we didn't have Jay-Zs. And, but now we do where, where we can help you know, structure where, because you know, for lesser people, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying lesser people, that, that was a, the worst word ever. But for people who didn't have as much success as others. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't feel like I feel like if we both put in the same 20 years of hip hop and you, you know, dedicated your life, and I might have been a little bit more successful. Successful doesn't mean that I I'm more important. That's right. I feel like we should all be important. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like it's just like it's just like you know the, the brothers you got with you. He might be the hype man. He might be the DJ or or whatever. But he put in the same 20 years, and if one of them gets sick, I feel like we should take care of them the same way we would take care of you if you was to get sick. That's in right. Hip hop, and I feel like that we should do that because there's so many other corporations for me. Like fucking you know construction, you get something hit on your head, and they'll fucking take care of you. And hip hop, somebody hit you in the head in a bottle, you gotta deal with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or sue the club. Or sue the that shit ain't right. So, you know, again, man, I want to thank you, brother. I want to say one yeah. thing real quick on Please. behalf of Miami as well. Yes. Growing up here, Miami hip hop kid in the early 90s, you know, we was trying to rep just like how Jersey was battling the New York thing. Imagine in the South, mm-hmm. you know, New York was late to the South, but you were one of the few cats that came to the South, came to Miami, worked with Miami artists. Mm-hmm. Mother Superior, I had her at the show last yes, time we did the show in Blackbird. Yes, fuck, and I just want to say good looking out. Thank you for that. Hell you know, man. we appreciate you here. Yeah, you owe me some beats for that. <laughs> <laughs> that damn song I did. That's I do, I do, I do. Yo, but what's funny is, man, like I watched that uh, hip hop documentary on Netflix, man, and understood y'all Miami rap, man, how it started, man. That's. That shit was crazy as hell, man. Y'all started straight from bass music. Yeah. Bass music. Y'all, 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 y'all uh, Sugar Hill game was, was too live yep. in them niggas. Too, too live? live. Yeah. I mean, there's a, yeah, a lot of history I mean, to Miami's hip-hop yeah, scene. Yeah, man, like, you know, I learned a lot from that shit, man. Well, Red Man, we want you to know just in case love anybody you. ain't never tell you, over here at Drink Chance, we love you. We love what you did to the culture. We I'm glad you. I finally got the chance to do this, oh, bitch. Oh, man, listen. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, yo. Yo, shout out to Mr. Green for helping to put this together. Yo, listen, not, yo, look. Shout out to Cuz for put, put, uh, putting it together. But I'm gonna tell you something like this. Soon as this show started, my brother called me about it. And I ain't gonna lie, man. Like, he, I was one of the first. And, you know, me and Nori talked through the phone. We ain't no, no industry friends. We talked through the phone. And when he started the show, he, he wanted me on it. And, like, I'm just glad I got to do this for my nigga. Because I know, like, you know, out of all people, you know, he had on the show, he wanted his real brothers on it. And I appreciate that, my nigga. Like, I gotta let them know. Like he yeah. was on me, yeah. like directly, no right. management. Yeah. He was on me, like my well, nigga come through. Too, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he was yeah, on we hit up James. Yeah, yeah, we hit up James. He was on me, my nigga, off, from yeah. day one with this shit, and I'm glad to be right. a part of this right. bitch. And I took right. a drink right. for my nigga, right. just for this, my nigga. I'm gonna end it at this because you know why? It's about time hip hop start controlling hip hop. We can't keep complaining. And saying, you know, we can do this and do this, but we're not putting our own people in position to control it. 
You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. It's like it's like it's like uh, what's my man name for uh, the, the, the book uh, the mayor from um, Newark? <laughs> Cory Booker. Yeah, Cory oh, Booker. Wow. We can't keep complaining about things that's happening in Newark unless we motherfucking get behind exactly. a person like that. So it's the same thing with this culture. Like I believe that everything from our culture should come from our culture. That's right. If you watch sports, it should come from Jada Kiss. Mm-hmm. If you watch the news, it should come from Jim Jones. If you watch some motherfucking, you know, a podcast, it's a couple of drink chats. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Love y'all. Take a picture and then That's wrap it up. Yeah. Cut, drop, cut, cut. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fairs. Discover more at viking.com. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.